Wayne's still locked up and in his head. His good buddies sit vigil outside his shed. The Eagles win a ship. Roll a just tip. Meanwhile, Katie goes and twiffers Mary Fred. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letterkenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts of Letterkenny out there, but this one is about to talk about Tanya's reaction to the scene you've all been waiting for. Well, at least Trace has been waiting for it. I'm Mal, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the vernacular Victor. And uh, yes, and joining us uh, this week, she's a fan of uh, Animal Crossing, Letterkenny, teaching, astrology, podcasts, and wine. She began her first full-time teaching job today and still agreed to join us. Amazing. She's our lucky charm, and she's a really great gal. Please join me in making some noise for Eliza. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I regret nothing. She lip syncs along with the cliff. Welcome back to the produce stand, Eliza. How are you doing tonight? I am Doing great. How are you? I'm well. I mean, I, I don't want to start the the sponsor yet, but how many coffees have you had so far tonight? <laughs> Three. Three. Oh my. Okay. We'll get to why in a second. Tonight's lineup is going to be Victor, Matt, Tanya, Al, and our guest Eliza is going to have the last word. So, Victor, how's your week? Oh man, it's it's a good week. It's a short week, but it's a long week because mm-hmm. uh, we had Monday off, but uh, today felt pretty long we started at 6 a.m and i had an eight o'clock uh call as well so um had a quick uh quick minute to have some dinner and uh, here i am on the podcast but it was uh we we had my daughter's 20th birthday ah. so that was exciting happy and, birthday uh, dude yeah you are the father of a 20 year old i don't know don't even yeah <laughs> don't don't even, that that, don't that just blows my mind she she's four years younger than eliza <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i uh hey dad I, yeah, I don't know. that's so dad that's so dad you're outside checking the tire pressure yeah <laughs> yeah so anyway so we had that and then we had um uh we went to my uh, parents place what was it yesterday i don't know it's yesterday the day before for rosh hashanah which is the jewish new year mm-hmm. uh happy so new year yeah yeah happy so new was, year that was uh, lots of food and uh uh and gluttony, so I had to get a run in today too between uh, between uh, meetings as well. So hmm. anyway, it's been a long week, uh, lots of fun stuff happening, and uh, happy to be on the pod. And I did find time to watch this episode. Oh, so. good! I'm glad because uh, we'd have to kick you off if you hadn't. Tell me though, during all those meetings you have all day, uh, I, yeah. I take it most of them are Zoom meetings. They're teams. Meetings. Oh, they're teams meetings. Okay, teams never mind. I was going to say, yeah. do you have the issues with those meetings that you have logging on to no. this? <laughs> no, 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 no. We got those. Because every those single of, time you have yeah, to log we, in at least twice. Yeah, teams is only allowed uh, when when uh, dealing with clients, mm-hmm. and uh, and and we. But it's it is quite risky. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we 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 say we we tell them kind of use at your own risk. Right. Yeah. All right, uh, Matt. How's your week? It's a week. Mm. Lots of shit going on. Back to school. Yep. 
Eliza knows all about that. My, my kids actually started on Monday. I don't know what you're in. Your Monday. Degree. Sorry. Sorry. Tuesday. Um, they started Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, different region. So mm-hmm. that's huh. when they started, but it was great to get them back. They were super psyched. It was very surreal because they hadn't been, they hadn't stepped foot on in school in mm-hmm. almost two years now. Um, mm-hmm. so that was real trippy, but good to see them go back. They were happy. Um, on a weird note, I had a real big laugh this week as well. So my youngest is almost two. And, and if any, there's any parents out there listening with really young kids and you know who this guy is, this may ruin your whole perception of the dude if you don't know this story. So we watch a lot of weird shit. So there, mm-hmm. first we start with a Stephen Maggie, which is this British ginger dude on YouTube mm-hmm. who has this talking crow that he interacts with. He's really good. But, you know, I'm all, whenever while you watch enough of this, you kind of start wondering what the bad are right so Stephen maggie no good backstory this guy just was good at you know teaching language and got into this kids thing and blew up and now he's a millionaire making this shit mm-hmm. fast forward there's this other guy who my son is now obsessed with called blippy now uh-huh. blippy is this younger guy i think he's like late 20s maybe early 30s um he I found he's has over 10 billion views on youtube oh my uh, does educate I mean, he's, he's fantastic like he really is he's very captivating to like, and it's so same deal. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta look how did this guy get to where he is? Mm-hmm. And as soon as I started looking him up, I found out before he was blippy, he was someone named um, something Steesman or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically he did gross out videos. Oh. So about a six month period before he became the kid's personality, he was doing gross out videos to the extent that one of his most famous ones, which he has now paid a fortune to have eliminated from the video was him doing a Harlem shake video where he shit on his buddy. I'm like, and I'm like, I was dying. I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Like that video still exists. So it, you, it's very hard to find. I did. I'm like, not that I want to watch it, but I'm like, I need to know this is real. Right. I couldn't find the actual video, but my neighbor, I told her, her son watched it. She said she found it. And she's like, it is as gross as you imagine. Oh, she's yeah. like, even me and my husband were like, do we let our kid keep watching Blippi? We're like, ah, oh, fuck it. He loves him, whatever. But it's just one of those funny things. You're like, this guy is a kid's How personality that- whose main audience is like two to six year olds. Mm-hmm. And his video that made him... Prior to this was this thing, and it it, it made my whole week. So I'm like, there's always there's always skeletons in someone's closet. I thought you were going to talk about the video that just came out of the the blue blues clues guys. It's been no, I did. That was really that yeah, was that was that was, that was really that was, well done. That was great. Yeah, that was great. No, that was this is a complete opposite. Yeah, very much so for sure. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But anyways, uh, I thought I would share that fun fact. Yeah. Ten. How do you go from pooping on people to a kids show? Like. Well, I mean, <laughs> Kids do start off pooping on people. Wow, that's <laughs> like my kids did. That's 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 alarming. That's alarming. Yeah, so if you're so if your kids watch Blippy, this is this mm. is the role model. I, oh I'm looking at a picture gosh. of him now, and he yeah. looks familiar. I feel like maybe Veronica has probably watched. I don't those. recall that person at all. But the the name looks familiar too. Oh, L I P P I. Yeah, I see it. Tanya, how was your week? Okay, busy week as as everyone's you know mentioned schools back in our kids went in yesterday so wednesday um and yeah it's just been preparing and and adjusting and and getting ready for that because yeah it's been oh my god since december since they were in school Mm -hmm. um 
So just adjusting to the to the new time, and uh, our son is uh, first year high school this year, so that was a big adjustment wow. and mm-hmm. getting ready for that uh, and a new time. Oh my gosh, the the bus comes around at seven fifteen, so uh, way different than his wake oh. up at ten o'clock in the morning uh, that he's been accustomed to lately. So. Yeah, he hasn't made the bus once yet. I've, I've had to drive him both days because uh, oh he, he doesn't get up early enough. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't either, but uh, unfortunately I have to, if I want to get him to school. But uh, yeah, it, it's funny because um, our daughter was bouncing off the walls leading up to the first day of school. She couldn't wait. Oh my gosh. And he did not, he was not impressed. He did not want to go back to school. But then uh, when he came back, from his first day, he was bouncing off the walls. He was so excited. He was so happy. Like you couldn't pay him to stop smiling. Yeah. He was so he loves his smiley like, he, and his, happy and excited and just full of energy. And it was just so great to see yeah. him like in, in, in that, like just finally enjoying a little bit of what life is for that age. Yeah. He loves his homeroom teacher. So a good teacher makes a difference. Eliza, you pay attention. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I think he was just anxious because he spent such a, a like a summer of, of kind of being locked in, not, not cause we didn't let him outside. We wanted him to go outside, but he, he's just a video gamer. That's all he does is stay indoors. And he went from a school of how many kids are in the elementary school? 600 kids total? I think, yeah. To a high school where his, with the grade nine class alone are like 300. I think it's 1,500 kids in this high school. So he's he's experiencing something completely new. And uh, and I think he was just really nervous about it. But but he came, he came out of it as a, like a champ. And I think he's really going to have fun this year. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Eliza, speaking of school, what did yeah. you do today? <laughs> I had my first day of school with my students. That's Yay. amazing. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> now, you, you you taught a class last year, though, but you were, what, like a sub or a fill-in or something? Yeah, I was like a long-term sub for two months. Mm-hmm. So it was like my class, but not really, because um, I was definitely still a guest in the school. I was right. a guest in the with the class, and so... This is my first actual class. It's mine. Mm-hmm. It's my room. My name's on the door. It's amazing. Yeah, that's it's great. so exciting. How does that feel? It was that was that a very surreal moment walking and seeing your name on the door? Oh yeah. Um, well, I got to, I had to put my name up because they just handed <laughs> it to me. They put it in my mailbox and they're like, okay, go put this on your door. <laughs> so amazing. I put it up. But yes, it was definitely weird. And you did um, you you, pre- you had to prepare your classroom lead, leading up to it, right? I think I saw some pictures. Yeah. Like what what yeah. what did you do? Um, I did a lot. So my school is kind of weird. Mm. Um, so all of like is uh, newly remodeled. So all of the walls are like they're like half walls. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't go all the way to the ceiling. So you can kind of hear the other classes really well. Oh dear! Oh wait, so it's kind of thing. Open. You should be efficient. Oh wow! Were they, really or open, did, yeah. did they did they mismeasure or was this some? Oh, and this is one of those hippie schools yeah. that Tanya went to when uh, she was in grade school. I had that oh, school. That, that no, I think it's just a remodel that they didn't do very good a good job on, and yeah. so they mismeasured. Oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we heard it. Victor had it right on. <laughs> <laughs> so and how did day one go? Today was your first day. Yeah. 
It went so good. I have two classes because um, I teach dual language, but I'm not bilingual. So I teach just the English side of dual language and then someone okay. else teaches them in Spanish. Oh Sounds like God. they mismeasured on that one as yeah. well. So, <laughs> so, uh, Melbourne, Jack will, Mel- Melbourne Jack will appreciate this, but basically you're the senior Chang of your school then. You're, you're teaching That's exactly school. what I am. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Yep. No, all my students speak Spanish and I do not. So brilliant. Interesting. How do you, so how do you te- wait a, I, I'm I don't understand. How do you teach a language you can't speak? Is it just like Well, I teach them in English. Okay. So are you teaching them English or are you teaching yeah. them Spanish? I'm teaching uh, them English. Oh. Um so that's very common is is you know, oh, okay. like overseas and stuff, a lot of people teach English as a second language and not have a clue how to speak the the main language. Oh, yeah. so you're teaching ESL students, basically. English is basically, a second language. But, yeah, some of them okay. are native, but they're all bilingual, mm-hmm. even if they're not ESL. Right. Um, and so, which is really cool because they've all been learning two languages since at least kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm they're now in sixth grade with me, so they're where, all... Where, where are you again? I'm in sixth grade. No, no, no. Where, where, in the, where in the U.S. are you again? Oh, I'm in Oregon. Okay. A high Spanish population in Oregon? Very much so, actually. Oh, At least in my area, have... the more populated areas. Mm-hmm. All right. I wouldn't have guessed that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, we also have a really big Russian population. Um, and so. Excellent. Hmm. And everything went went well today. And did you tell your class you're going to be on the protest stand tonight and everything? And uh, to, I did to not. Tune in? No. <laughs> don't do that. No, Tanya and I, I had had that conversation. Like, you know, we told Owen, you know what? Maybe not. Maybe don't tell mom and dad. Uh, tell your friends, mom and dad are on a, a podcast because no. they might look us up. And the shit that we talk about, you don't want to be bl- uh, no. made fun exactly. of for that. No, so. now it's weighing on my head. It's like, oh crap, <laughs> what have I said? And How- I have such a. Oh, and I have such a unique name that mm-hmm. if they Google me, right. I will come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'll come it's not up. hard to find you yeah. in or, your Animal Crossing account. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very nice. Well, we're happy to have you back here. Um, it's been a while, I think. Well, other than the Ag Hall socials, I guess mm-hmm. we, we couldn't fit you in last season. So I think it's been at least uh, two seasons, right, since we had you back. Yeah, I think so. So it's great to have you back. And I know you're five coffees in, but Tanya, would you like a coffee? <laughs> yes. Uh, Victor, would you like a coffee? I'd have a coffee. Matt, would you like a coffee? I'm really surprised we're not having coffee right now. <laughs> great, because as you know, Diabolical Coffee is now being served at the produce stand. It's de- devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. And there you go. Matt's uh, modeling his uh, Diabolical Coffee t-shirt. There's a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. You can order whole bean, coarse, and standard grind espresso. Es- espresso sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Espresso or... If you're like Tanya and me, there's a K-Cup option for single cup brewers. And for the duration of this season, our uh, you can use a promo code PRODUSTAND for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off all coffee and merchandise. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric for your support this season. And speaking of support, welcome to new Twitter followers. We have 10 new Twitter followers this week. Sean McCormick, Blake Smith from Melbourne, Arkansas, NOLA504 from New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, MR Comics from Ohio, Caitlin Storm, Chris Pillar from Syria, Tiffany, Tyler from Ohio, Scott from El Reno, Oklahoma, and Christopher Pounds from New York. Thank you all for following and hopefully for listening. Previously on Letter Kenny. 
Last week, we recap and reviewed the first episode of Season 8, Misfire. That episode got a fresh rating from yours truly and a clearance from everyone else. Uh, according to our scientific Twitter poll, 68.4% of you agreed with me. 26.3% uh, gave it a clearance. And there was actually 5.3% who gave it uh, the episode a compost. So tonight, we recap and review the second episode of Season 8, National Hockey, Senior Hockey Championship. Uh, Victor, have you done your homework? I have. Matt, have you done your homework? Slightly. Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes. I've done my homework. Eliza, have you done your homework? I did it like an hour ago. What? I did it. Welcome oh, to the club. To the well, that's so Victor of you. I know. <laughs> well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. All right. We open with another TSN show. This time it's the TSN hockey panel featuring James James Duffy, uh, Darren Drager, Jeff O'Neill, and Bob McKenzie. I know these names mean nothing to Eliza or Tanya or probably Matt. So um, Victor and I and probably... It, <laughs> and, it's, and, and the segment is the quiz. Just It's not the well, it's, it's a, it's a, a segment of the TSN hockey show. But anyway, the panel are talking about the National <laughs> Senior Hockey Championship final between the Cary County Eagles. He's already arguing with me. Oh we my even God. You just got the blue spatula victor is shaking his head uh, yeah okay the final between Cary county eagles from ontario and the three river lakers from quebec production note there is no such thing as the national senior hockey championship uh, at the triple a level in canada the, the national champion is the winner of the allen cup uh but teams that compete in that represent regions not provinces so this is a completely made-up tournament and the and tsn does not cover this tournament so the tsn panel are pontificating on which players in the tournament they would build a team around jonesy <laughs> riley or jean jacques francois jean jacques jean uh, shorzy <laughs> isn't mentioned as an option so o'neill goes with jj frankie j Dreger chooses Jonesy, who is apparently a two-way player. Who knew? Uh, Mackenzie chooses Riley. Duffy goes off the board and chooses Shorzy, comparing him to the combination of Claude Lemieux and Claude Giroux. Again, these are only things Victor and I would appreciate. And O'Neill changes his mind and also picks Shorzy. Duffy disagrees. And then Mackenzie offers his rebuttal, which is the funniest part of this. Don't care, James. Uh, which is Bob McKenzie. <laughs> anyway, no one will find that funny unless you're a big hockey nerd. So we'll just move on. And then we cue the theme. So Victor, what did you think of this cold open? <laughs> I, I love the cold open. Yeah. I mean, obviously uh, it's a bit biased because uh, not only is it familiar territory, but they did an actual real segment that they do during the real hockey games, which mm -hmm. is a bit of a goofy segment. It's almost a parody where they ask silly questions and they pontificate on silly uh, outcomes. And and so it's 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 they did it. It, it was real. The mm -hmm. only thing that was different is they they um, they used Letterkenny characters. Everything else about that segment was genuine. Yeah. So th that's why it was uh, extra special. Uh, so uh, I really liked it and uh, was hoping that it was uh, more to, more of that good stuff to come. And Bob McKenzie, the 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 guy on the far right, he's a legend in in, in Canada. So the, he, they actually call back to him later on in the episode. But again, if you don't, if you know nothing sure. about hockey, it won't matter to you. But uh, and Jeff and Jeff O'Neill is a former Toronto Maple Leaf. Yes, uh, twenty years ago and and twenty yes. plus pounds ago, uh, Matt. And he did and he did win a Stanley <laughs> Cup with the Carolina Hurricanes. Yes, he did. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's about as much agreeing I've been doing with Victor lately. Matt, what did you think of this cold open? Uh, 
fuck off! There's only one Bob McKenzie. Wrong. They also won't understand that one. Uh, they might. They might. That one. They might. Anyways, that came out better than I that I heard it in my head, so I'm gonna take that as a win. I wonder if Jen is gonna be like, "What the hell? Don't make so much noise. You'll wake the baby." <laughs> Probably. Um, listen, it was good. I, I I mean, I get it. You're right. I I had to look up a couple. I recognize Bob McKenzie. Mm-hmm. I recognize a couple faces. I know what they're doing, and it was well done. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm used to it from the last episode. We've seen it before. It worked really well. I like the. You know, the, the, the quiz aspect of it. Mm-hmm. The one thing that tripped me up in this all, and I never once put it together. That oh, here we Shorzy's, go. Jersey's yeah. name is actually Shore. And Jonesy's name is actually Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't put that. I just assumed there. The, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that was an extension. And it, and it totally tripped me up. So that was the star of this cold open for sure. When they said Shore, I stopped. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had like a nervous tick almost. Like, where's the Z? Yeah. Or Z. And, and I couldn't keep up with the the scene yeah um so you know it was good it was it was it was exactly what you expect that to be they did it really well they used those character or those those people really well in this atmosphere um had some fun so yeah no it was great yeah so you have to go back to like season one of letter kenny to, to to know that hockey players often do that with each other's last names so if you have a name like smith you're probably smitty or if you have a name like Jones, you're Jonesy. If you have a name like Shore, you're Shorezy. Uh, so yeah, but I'm. I, I bet you that threw a lot of people. Like, who's yeah. Jones? Who are they talking? Who's Shore? Who the fuck? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it tripped me right out. Yeah, Tim. Um, I I kind of zoned out a little bit on the whole hockey thing, <laughs> as you would if I was actually watching TSN. Yeah. Exactly, except for Accurate. right now when 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 you were referencing uh, pontificating, mm-hmm. and then Matt was just like mouthing it and killing himself laughing. So, and then Victor said it. So I've been very entertained at you oh, three. I Google. I you can't. I googled it. I had to look it up. What pontificate? pontificating? Yeah, you trip me right now. It's not a hockey word. No, I got that, but it's a word I didn't know. I know, but you guys have all said it, and, and Matt was just killing me laughing. So. I almost said it, but I didn't quite know how to use it, so I didn't. I was more entertained on your review of it. All right. That's good. You got to broaden happy, your vo- vocabulary. I've got I've got a calendar with new words every day, so I think pontificate might be... I'm just, I'm just happy be. our uh, English teacher wasn't looking it up. So. <laughs> everything, is, everything is good well, with She's a sp- Spanish teacher. How do you say uh, pontificate in Spanish? <laughs> El pontificate. El pontificate. El pontificate. <laughs> uh, in, in, in French Canadian, it would be pontification... <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, pontificato. Pontificato. Yeah, I'm sticking out on it. Anyway, Matt. So is that what? That's all, that's all you got for uh, the the cold open. Yeah, weren't we on to Tanya already? I didn't know. I'm pretty sure we were. Oh, were we? Never there mind. There we go. I didn't want to move on. Been, <laughs> I got you, I got you Tanya. Chad, Don't worry. Chad, Chad burned me. I'm, I'm still Bobby's like, going to leave you to dry. And I'll, I know, I right? Don't worry. because I'm sitting in the back seat. So you were, well, because you were also zoning out. So anyway, what did, what did you think of this cold open? I just said. Yeah. We already did me. Okay. We're then. He was, you, you were clearly listening because you quoted what she said. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, I don't know if she was done or not. There, do you have nothing else to add to that? that you just? You I know. said I was more entertained by the you three talking about pontificating. All right. Let's move on then to Eliza, I'm, who I'm sure has a ton to say about this. Right, Eliza? Tell me. Totally. Um, Who's your favorite McKenzie? Bob McKenzie 
or Bo- or Gord McKenzie. I love oh, how I, your eyes I just like I went. I tell them apart, honestly. I just pulled open. I'm kind of with Tanya here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first few times I watched the show, I totally binged it. Mm-hmm. And all of the hockey scenes, I absolutely zoned out in. Yeah. And so I was so confused when like Riley and Chorzy were like big leaguers mm-hmm. and they were like on the TV <laughs> and they were getting shown with their hockey skills. And I was like, what? Like, weren't they bad at hockey? Like that took a long time for me to make the connection, like multiple mm-hmm. watch throughs of the season mm-hmm. of the show to get it. Um so that was that. But yeah, I definitely zoned out a lot. But now it's true. I'm, I always thought they weren't as good as they made them out to be, too. That yeah. that I definitely thought about that. When they were playing with the junior team, they they because they skipped leg day. Remember, but once they st- they applied mm-hmm. themselves when they joined the senior team, they became the best players on the senior team. Yeah, which I gathered that way later on yeah. after like three or four watch throughs of mm-hmm. the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so then um, I was confused about that. And then. Overall, I feel like this like preview, this whole cold open mm-hmm. could be a preview to what Shorzy, the show Shorzy will be like. You know what? Watching this, I was thinking the same thing because, well, we'll talk yeah. about later how, how short, anyway, we'll talk about later how he starts acting uh, later mm-hmm. on in the episode. Uh, that's kind of not like the Shorzy we know, but uh, yeah, it, it, sorry, go on. Oh, but you know, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a big preview to Shorzy mm-hmm. um, and I really was so confused and I used to zone out all the time <laughs> on these scenes. But now after forcing myself to watch them right. and like, see actually what happens, yeah. I appreciate them a lot more. And now I pay attention to them, but I think it's just like the background music sure. that gets me. And then like the lack of dialogue, mm-hmm. I zone out. And so I think I need more dialogue to bring me back in. <laughs> Very good. All right. We go on to, uh, after the theme <laughs> to scene number one, Squirrely Dan and Derry continue their vigil outside the ice fishing hut while their good buddy Wayne continues to wallow about Marie Fred inside. Derry asks Squirrely Dan after Lavina Dick, Squirrely Dan admits uh, his Dick courtship is over. Lavina Dick is a proud woman set in her ways. And while I am a man of traditional values, I draw the lines at primitives. Yeah, nappers are a wee bit square, eh? They are all kinds of L7s. Did you get a smooch out of her? No. And that ship has sailed. I broke things off with her. Besides, it's impolite to kiss and tells. Derry tries to play the good buddy card to get more details, but Squirrely Dan rebukes him with the proverb, bends enoughs and you'll breaks good buddies. Uh, Derry admires Squirrely Dan's discipline and then draws another pro- uh, draws on another proverb. If you stands for nothings, you, you falls for anythings. Uh, this will play more into t- this episode's theme. Uh, there is one gal Squirrely Dan wouldn't mind talking about, though. Yeah, you remember that gal's what stuck her fingers up from my bums? <laughs> You mean the one who tapped on your back door? Yeah, the one that played crokinoles in my basement. The one who had the keyless entry to your trunk? No, the one that tested my wind conditions? Sure I do. She's back for the summers. That's what she is. Mm-hmm. She was finishing up her kinesiology degrees with a focus on massage therapies. Ooh, buddy. She asked me if I wanted to go for a walk, and I said no, because I don't want to go for a walk, because I just finished dating a Mennonite, and that's all you can fucking do is go for walks. <laughs> Favorite line of the entire episode. So that good. <laughs> How the hell did he say massage? Like Mas- I, message or something like that. I was wondering that too. <laughs> I'm like, what? how the hell did he just was, say that word? Yeah. I was wondering if it was a Canadian way nope, to say it. No, no. this is really Dan way of saying no. it. No. Like. <laughs> uh, Derry suggested he take her, her for ice cream, but Squirrelly Dan doesn't want her to leave until Wayne's feeling better. So she said she'd come enjoy them for a bit. 
Uh, Derry wonders if Wayne is thinking about Marie Fred in, in the shack. Uh, Squid Dan says, of course he is, but if she cheats, it's over. No exceptions. Derry adds, if you bend enough, you'll break. And Squid Dan finishes off with, if you stand for nothing, you fall for anything. Scene two, outside the shack. Or inside the shack, sorry, Wayne, still watching Misfire, and it's still a horrible show, uh, much to Wayne, uh, to Victor's uh, <laughs> dismay. <laughs> Wayne runs out of Gus and Brew and looks bothered. Scene three, at the gym, Ron and Dax are hanging out. The big, I'm going to take this one slowly here, so for, for Trace's uh, benefit. <laughs> <laughs> at the gym, Ron and Dax are hanging out. The big city snipes walk up. Uh, they talk about their weekends. Ron and Dax did some dudes and the Snipes did Stuart. Uh, the Snipes, as as Ron and uh, asked Ron and Dax for an update on Stuart's conditioning. Uh, with Rold's help, they illustrate that Stuart has achieved all of their fitness goals, deeming him officially yoked. Uh, the four get into an argument over whether Stuart is actually shredded or jacked. So he's shredded. No, he's jacked. Cut. You mean circumcised? No, jacked. Same thing. They are absolutely not the same thing. What's the difference? Rolled. Brad Pitt. Shredded. Tom Hardy. Jacked. Zac Efron. Shredded. The Rock. Jacked. Get it? Got it. Good. Uh, production note here. Did anyone notice Darian and Connor, aka the Sounds Kids, actually say something in this episode? And I actually got into... Not an argument, but a dispute on on Twitter today because Austin thought that the first time they say any words are, are in season nine. But no, they say it here and I've got a clip to prove it. And actually, uh, Patrick uh, backed me up uh, uh, that that they actually did say something. And here's a clip. Stuart. So those <laughs> the, sec, the second and third Stuart are, are uh, Patrick and, and the other guy who plays uh, D- Darian. Danny. Yeah, Danny. Yeah. So the character's name is Darian. But yeah, so they do say <laughs> lines there or words anyway. Stuart's <laughs> perfect. Yeah. <laughs> in my notes, mm-hmm. I have skids lifting in the back. Yeah. 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 I have like that was a really good part. I love that part. <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, and I think uh, Patrick or, or Connor. He's lifting with boxing gloves on, which, yeah. which is not not ergonomic. Uh, anyway, and now the moment some of you have been waiting for. Stuart goes over his pre-workout checklist with Rold. Lifting belt. Check. Chuck. Check. Compression pants. Okay, he is cut. So when Stuart calls for the compression pants, Rold proceeds to pull down Stuart's pants and then help Stuart out with a minor adjustment or major adjustment, uh, depending (laughs) on how you look at things. And here is the scene that everyone's been waiting for. And normally I don't stop in the middle to talk about the scenes, but... Tanya, what did you think of that scene? Oh, you know, it was okay. It was like <laughs> Tanya, how did you react when that happened? I needed a moment. <laughs> I, I was very shocked. Um, I didn't see that coming, and I may have just needed to leave the room and laugh hysterically. I, I very, I very much try to keep a poker face, uh, as I think I've referenced before. I try not to, to give it away how I feel about the show, so that this is all kind of um, new. New. You're a true professional. 
And I, I, I could not. I she could was not. snorting. She I was, was laughing so hard. She was snorting. She couldn't stop. It was funny. I mean, if it helps you, I know I was watching with Jen and she, as soon as I, like, I think she was like half paying attention, half now, as soon as that scene came, I started stop looking and go, look at the size of his dick. <laughs> like, just, I'm like, yep, you're clearly distracted as well. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> it, it's such a perfect scene. And I think, um, I, I can't believe they did it. It's just, it was well, so shocking. And I don't know where I heard this interview or who told this in the interview, if, if it was uh, Evan uh, Evan Stern or or if it was uh, Tyler Johnson, but somebody said that that was an ad-lib kind of moment where I think some, like during the scene, somebody yelled out to Evan to, to adjust it or something. And so he did. Oh. Or I don't know, like... <laughs> That just, I'm like, oh my God, he like really got in there. Yeah. Like he just like, like just move it a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, I oh definitely my... don't want my students hearing this. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> what did you think of this scene a lot? Do oh tell. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I thought it was so funny. I think this is one of the best world scenes ever. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like when he says, uh, Stewart, when he like writes it on the whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. I thought that, that was so funny. <laughs> And the the Cheshire grin he gives after he's adjusted Uh Stuart, he just kind of gives a grin to the, it's just, it's really funny. Really well played. It it killed me. I I still, I've been laughing about it all day. I've been like sitting there just all of a sudden, the, the (laughs) pick, the, the image of, of him being adjusted. Oh my God. Victor, was Linda watching it with you? No, she, she tapped out after the last episode. Oh. Uh, she, she said, she said, you know what? I think I'm going to take a break because uh, she had enough of Shorzy's uh, toilet humor. Oh. So, so she, she tapped out. So she missed out. Uh, yeah. She, she missed out. And uh, I, I'm sure she wouldn't have been amused by it. Like oh, it come been on. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, come uh, but, on. It was just pure. I don't mean, I don't, I don't mean offended. I don't mean mm-hmm. offended by it or anything. I just don't, I'm just knowing her. I, she would have been just, yeah, whatever. I, I don't think she would have been like, so <laughs> no, like, yeah. What did yeah. you think of it? <laughs> um. Well, so I, I kind of, I knew that that scene was coming because mm-hmm. I saw them. I saw the meme on Twitter. A yeah. It's times. everywhere. Yeah. So, so when, 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 you know, when we, you know, we started making a big deal about it, mm-hmm. I kind of realized that, oh, well, that's, that's gotta be that. Yeah. What else could it be? So, but it wasn't like the, his dick per se. It's the fact that Rald was, uh, was going to nudge it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so, <laughs> so when I saw it, it wasn't a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, but, but, but yeah, I just like, you know. I don't know. I just, I didn't think it was as funny, I guess. Maybe if I was uh, like watching it with other like-minded people, it mm-hmm. would have been more funny, mm-hmm. but just watching it alone, I just, it felt like, yeah, okay, whatever. Why are we looking at his big dick? I, it's like, you know, all right. It was the grand it, reveal. <laughs> no, no, I, I know, but I, I guess, I guess I was trying to kind of, because it's, it's, you know, it's not, it's it's not relatable in any way because mm. guys don't walk around like that at the gym. <laughs> so I'm thinking, why is he? Why 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 is he? Why did he not reposition himself? Is he like showing? Is he showing up his muscles, or is he showing up his dick, or is he Both. not even aware of it? And and why is Rawl adjusting his dick, and why is he okay with it? Do they have an intimate relationship? Well, they that do. We they they, well, they touch, uh, what is it, in uh, Uncle, Eddie's, uh, Uncle Eddie's Trust, they they admit to touching um, swords. swords or something, or what was it? I forget now, Sticks. but 
Yeah. Okay. Well, so 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 clearly there's <laughs> clearly there's like it's a friends with benefits kind of a thing. Um, yeah. Probably. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like I'm more kind of for, more like less about Rald and more about why is your what, you know dick flip out like what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hope everyone got what they wanted from Tanya's reaction, especially oh, Trace. Uh, if you had a video on me, uh, I think it was, Trace it was pretty funny. Yeah. She she got right up and started laughing. I think there were tears coming from my eyes uncontrolled. Probably. I actually, I think at some point I was on the ground because I was trying to quiet myself because the kids were asleep <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't stop laughing. And then the snorting had start, started. And yeah, once that starts, it's kind of hard to get it stopped. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll move on to scene number four. Katie and Bonnie are at the farm. They're about to go on into Bonnie's truck and run an unspecified errand. Uh, they're acting very mysterious about it. Sure. You want to do this? Can confirm. Katie. Bonnie. Don't kick a dead horse. Bonnie. Katie. Bend enough and you'll break. Stand for nothing and you'll fall for anything. And uh, they get in the truck and drive away. Scene five. Cut to the hockey rink where Kate Burness and Tessa Benham are gearing up for the Senior National Hockey Championship final. Uh, but first, they introduce a partnership for the final game with Tannis, who has miked out the Eagles players, and uh, they'll be using their audio feed for the broadcast. They introduce Tannis, who's starstruck by both Tessa and Kate. <laughs> this is so cool. I seen you win a gold medal in Vancouver in 2010. Oh, thank you. And Kate, I follow you on Instagram. You've got a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, my little cousins, they love hockey, but what they love even more is those videos on YouTube of NHL players mic'd out. Uh, mic'd up? Yeah, sure, whatever. But they love the Eagles. So to keep them interested in the game, I decided to provide them with videos of their favorite players mic'd out. Mic'd out it is. <laughs> Commendable, Tannis. Kids in sports stay off the street. I love your hair too, Kate. <laughs> oh, can I shout out my crew? Yeah, sure. How about it? Okay, well, they're right here, so come on, Oksa, Oksa. Axe, Slash, and Shania proceed to crowd the sports desk. Uh, Shania begins playing with Kate's hair before she finally throws to the game for the, the first serving of Mike Doubt. And immediately, Shorzy drops an F-bomb on camera while chirping JJ Frankie J about smoked meat uh, because he's from Montreal and likely that's what Tannis's bathroom report told him to pick on. Uh, cut back to the TSN desk and Kate and Tess are looking like they're regretting their Mike Doubt decision. Next scene. Uh, back at the shed, Derry and Squirrely Dan are joined by Squirrely Dan's new gal, Ellen. Uh, Squirrely Dan begs Daryl Derry not to mention the finger in the bums. Uh, Ellen sits and says hi to Squirrely Dan and then to Derry, who immediately begins to giggle. Derry, did Dan tell you to put a finger up his butt? No. Dan, you didn't tell Daryl to put a finger in your butt? No. Why? What's the big deal? You're not exposed to kiss and tell. Never had a finger up your butt then, Derry. Oh, which means you've definitely never had a tongue in your butt. Me neither. Why not? Because <laughs> that's outdoor. Oh, you don't know what you're missing. That's fine. No G-spots up there. What's a G-spot? It's an old wives' tale. If you want to find out, stick your finger up there. Well, stick your finger up where? Stick your finger up your ass. You mean like two knuckler? Trust me, when you found it, you're not. Put the 
spatula down victor scene seven the game begins with a lot of chirping between riley and jonesy and jj frankie jj uh played by max buffard uh this that's a big guy to be playing hockey wow uh shorzy joins in the fun and the game begins the quebec uh, the quebec team gets off to a hot start that is jj frankie jj gets off to a hot start he scores all three of quebec's goals in the first period no one can stop the giant french player uh the second period's no better as jj frankie jj scores two more uh as all of this is happening shorzy is beginning to lose his cool with every goal scored shorzy gets more angry throwing or breaking his stick or yelling at his own goalie in the locker room the eagles coach yells at his players and kicks the trash can uh with a third period about to start the eagles are down big they're down five nothing the players line up for the, for the opening face off and shorzy across from jj uh from jj shorzy is uncharacteristically quiet JJ points at the scoreboard to remind Shorzy of the score. And then Shorzy spins around and takes uh, JJ down with a two-hander right to the back of JJ's knees. Uh, he, the big man crumples to the ground and or to the ice, and Shorzy jumps on him throwing punches. The two teams brawl, and when the dust settles, JJ is helped off the ice, and Shorzy is kicked out of the game. This leaves it up to Riley and Jonesy to make the comeback, which they do scoring six straight goals, helping the Eagles win the National Senior Hockey Championship. Uh, Production note. So a couple of historic references uh, in this scene. First, the slash by Shorzy is likely uh, a homage to when Bobby Clark broke the ankle of Valerie Karlamoff in the 72 Summit Series. Uh, You got to be a hockey nerd to understand that reference, but it was a big Big deal in Canada. And then when Riley and Jonesy raised the tra- championship trophy, they knocked the lid off the trophy. And this is uh, probably a, an homage to the 2008 M- Memorial Cup when the, the cup fell apart in the hands of the winning team, the Spokane Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> but how fucking small the cup was was know, the best yeah, part of that. Too, yeah. Watching those two idiots tro- <laughs> like, <laughs> lift up that tiny little trophy. Yeah. I love that you give the history and like the background of all the hockey stuff mm-hmm. because it all goes completely over my head. Yeah, that's why I bring it because you know, uh, you know, we're trying to give you guys a little background as to why maybe this that's is an educational yeah, show. There you go. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. <laughs> I feel like I appreciate it more now. <laughs> oh, good. Scene eight. Back at the gym, Stewart is squatting. His personal best weight is rolled. Ron and Dax and the big city slams watch on. Stewart credits his personal best to his personal besties, Ron and Dax. This makes uh, Rold feel left out. <laughs> uh, the big sla- city slams uh, put a stop to the personal besties talk. They're only on phase one of the plan to prepare Stewart to fight the city dealers. Remember, this is why he's doing this. Uh, phase two, Stewart needs to learn how to fight. For phase two, they've enlisted the help of T- Tyson and Joint Boy. Next scene, back at the shed, Squirly Dan returns from his walk with Ellen. Uh, Derry isn't there, but then he emerges later from the bush. Uh, Scurry Dan asks him where he was, and Derry gets a little cagey with his response. Uh, Derry asks how his walk went with Ellen. Scurry Dan admits the butts talk uh, this time was a bit jarring. Was it? You didn't think so? I don't know. I respect Ellen's for liberal views on sex and sexuality, so you know, I'll try anything once, but... Except heroin. Except heroin, of course. Yeah, I'm told Aaron will get you. But Ellen and her free spirit kind of made me miss Lavina Dix in her traditional ways. She is Lavina Dick. She's Lavina Dick, all right. Whereas Ellen is loving a dick. Correct. <laughs> there is such a thing as too much butt stock, and the gal ought to be fucking aware of it. 
<laughs> I didn't hear it until now, but you can hear uh, Wayne's uh, show in the background. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Derry asks Squirrely Dan if he isn't just a beat, wee bit curious about what's up there. I know what's up there. Well, there could be merit. <laughs> Derry, did you check? Check what? <laughs> your oils. Your oil. I love that. Did you check your oils? Uh, just then, Katie and Bonnie arrive from their mysterious task. Squirrely Dan asks them where they've been all day. And then we cut to a slow motion musical scene with Katie and Bonnie entering the Fricks bar. Katie goes up to Marie Fred and delivers one of her patented box shots right to Marie Fred's Twiffer. And then they walk out. <clears throat> cut back to the outside of the shed. The Hicks pass around some cold puppers to celebrate. Scene 12. Inside the shed, Wayne is still watching the show, but it seems this is the final episode because General Public has learned to love his effeminate troop and Miss Fire. He proposes to Miss Fire and she accepts and the audience erupts in applause as General Public ends the show by uttering Miss Fire's catchphrase. Excuse me, seriously, please and thank you. Outside the shed, Wayne kicks the door open and emerges from his dungeon finally. Good buddy. If she cheats... It's over. No exceptions. Bend enough and you'll break, big brother. Well, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. Can confirm. So? It's pitter patter. Let's get at her. And the Hicks all emerge on Wayne and, and give him a big hug all together, and we fade to black. All right. <clears throat> I love that Victor's first here. <laughs> so, Victor, what are your yeah. thoughts, your initial Sorry. thoughts on this episode? Uh, my initial thoughts is that it's not tremendously, uh, overall, not tremendously different from the first episode. That it, it had a uh, potentially strong start, and then it was a bit of a roller coaster of some ups and downs. Um, and and some head scratchers and, uh, and, and scenes that maybe last a little longer than they need to. Uh, and, and, and then some really funny moments. And this would, this was, I guess, the episode of catchphrases of, uh, kind of some OG catchphrases. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, and, uh, and then at the end, kind of, there's a nice happy ending in the, uh, in the, uh, in Wayne's favorite sitcom and then a happy ending in our favorite sitcom. So, so that was, uh, you know, uh, overall kind of tied well together. Uh, but yeah, certainly some ups and downs for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fair enough. That's a surprisingly even keel there. Uh, Matt, <laughs> what did you think? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll actually pretty much agree with Victor. There was a bit of a, there was some highs and some lows in this one. <laughs> the highs were great. The lows were not so great. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought the Stuart reveal that whole scene, I think was a perfect scene. I think we've all been leading up, um, to that and it worked really well. Everything about that scene made me laugh. So that was a great fucking fantastic scene. I, I did not enjoy Tannis this episode. Oh. I didn't like, I, I felt she was not even just out of character, so out of character. Hmm. It didn't even feel like it made sense. Um, so her sort of fangirl status when I didn't even think she was much of a sports fan to begin with, she was more doing this for her cousins. Mm -hmm. And then that, I mean, that, it it was cute and it was fun, and, but it didn't feel like Tannis, and I, I I it felt very disconnected from that. Um, 
Derry and Dan, those scenes I loved. I mean, they they were kind of up and down, but bringing the you know the the butt play back was was mm-hmm. a good little way to keep them going because they they've spent if you notice in the last couple episodes they've spent more time together than they normally do right normally you got Wayne there to offset them they have their right. moments together yeah they're always funny when they are but we got to see a lot more of the two of them together mm-hmm. um, and I like how they really celebrated that so uh, I thought that was good too um, yeah I mean there was some ups and downs I thought this Jersey I know I didn't actually and didn't know that was maybe an um what do you say? An homage to mm-hmm. the 72 Summit series. I actually know what the 72 Summit series mm-hmm. is. I've met multiple players from that series. Oh wow! I have a I have a puck somewhere on the house with Paul Henderson's um, autograph on it and Tretiak mm-hmm. on it. It's on the same puck, so that's kind of fun. Uh, so I did know that one. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I mean, I, I thought that slash was so that that's never okay. And no. I, even I know it was just the fun of the show, but it's just, that's such a dirty yeah. fucking thing to happen in mm-hmm. hockey. And it just put a real bad taste in my mouth. That one, I don't care if it came from shows or who it just, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, uh, some highs and lows, bit of a roller coaster episode. Uh, I'd say like, it's like to Victor's point, very on par with the first one. I, I enjoyed it certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was good. Okay. Tanya. Um, uh, to coin exactly what Matt just said, he's taken all the words out of my mouth already. Um, I, I did find it uh, odd what Tannis was doing. It was kind of out of character. I get that she was maybe starstruck and that's mm-hmm. how she was presenting it. Um, but it was not her normal character, her normal character. She's always very in control of herself. She's always very in control of the room. She, she, is the power and she, she presents herself that way. And this was a much more, um, you know, uh, starstruck. She was, she wasn't herself. She was, you know, just very, um, very casual. Um, and, and, and she was falling over herself. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, we finally got, uh, a better understanding as to why she's doing the recordings though, which was good. But at the same time, the recordings then started playing and then all the swearing happened. And then the, the two, uh, lady, um, uh, Kate, uh, Kate and Tessa. Yeah. Are they, are they yeah. real people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Like, I mean, are they real <laughs> sports people? <laughs> no, are. no. Real yeah. sports people. Victor. No, they, are. They, they are actual people like uh, personalities legit. on uh, legit t- TSN personalities. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. I Kate didn't... Burness normally does uh Raptors games though, but Tessa Benum, she's. I uh, thought I'd seen her yeah. on uh, yeah. basketball and stuff. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So, um, um, it ups and downs. It really, really did. Like, obviously the, the Stewart stuff, um, that was lovely. And I thought that that was a lot of fun and lap my ass off, but yeah, the Shorzy thing didn't sit right. Like it, it, and it seemed out of character even for him as well. Like he does a lot of chirping. There's a lot of talking. He holds himself back. He doesn't start the fights. Um, like he's just one of the shit disturbers. Right. And that was just a full out, like pull the stick back as far as you can and just smack him in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the back of the sure legs. He's got a bit of a temper. And, and, and he didn't do anything Poor JJ, Frankie, Frankie or whatever he is. He didn't, <laughs> all he was doing was scoring. All he was doing was playing hockey. Yep. That's, that's all he was doing. So mm-hmm. that's the part. It's a, it's like, yeah, I get the, the homage to the 72, but this is, this was pretty, pretty nasty. Like it, it was it nasty. Like it didn't sit. It, was, right. it wasn't funny. It wasn't, no. it wasn't anything rewarding. No, Remember though, uh, Shorzy isn't supposed to be a sympathetic character. Not not on I, this show, right? He's not supposed I to know, be. But he's also like not 
No, not fun. No, it wasn't. I, I fun. agree. Yeah, but it, I think that's the point of that scene. Uh, it it wasn't fun, and it seemed off character for him as well. Like it didn't seem like. No, I think it's revealing a new part of his character. I uh, uh, I think. He's I think a fucking savage. Yeah, no, I think we're learning more about Shorzy. Like up until now, all, all we if know. If that's him, who his character is, then no, no way, man. I don't like it. Yeah, that's a degen move. Yeah, right. So, exactly. So, so that's so a Bobby a Bobby Clark degen move. Yes. No, he's all talk. He's always been all talk. And don't he shake gets, your head, Victor. That was he, Bobby Clark all the way. That was but Bobby Clark is the man who broke Varlamov's ankle. On purpose because Varlamov was making Team Canada look bad. That's exactly what is supposed to make you feel. So it's, it's exactly what happened. Well, knowing nothing of that, mm-hmm. it was just off. Victor's sh- shaking his head, but he knows I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you guys duke it out when it's your turn. So, um, <laughs> um, what was like? Oh, the whole butt play. Um, I thought that was comical. Um, how Squirrely Down was saying he's went for enough fucking walks. That was <laughs> super that was, funny. Yeah. Um, so so good. So between that, uh, be- between Squirrely Dan and Stewart, um, you know, those were the highs, and uh, um, I didn't feel it with um, um, uh, Shorzy at all. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say now? Oh crap! I've forgotten. Anyway, if it comes back to you, you can interrupt me. I shall interrupt you. Go for it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So this episode, they went back to the TSN stuff at the beginning. Um, I didn't enjoy it as much this time as I did last time. I really enjoyed it first time. Uh, This time I just thought it was, it went a little long. That that cold open in this episode went a little long. Um, I I, I look at episodes one and two of of, of this season as kind of part, part one, part two. Like I think... They, they run into each other. They're that's like, it's, it's a two parter. Like all, all they needed to do is slap a to be continued at the end. Cause I think that's mm. the, the, the arc of Wayne, you know, emerging from the shed, uh, the, 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 the hockey tournament, all that stuff. It all got started and wrapped up in these, in these two episodes. So I kind of take them both as one, but I did like the first one slightly better than this one, maybe a little more than slightly. Um, the uh, I like I like this cold open better than the first one. Yeah, I'd uh, actually agree with that. I don't know. I I I think I, I this one went a little long, and and it was so. It in- had oh, it had O dog. Yeah, I'm not a fan of O dog. <laughs> I think the only uh, reason I liked this one better was because I knew that it was actual letter Kenny. Right. And the first one, I was like, "What the hell's going on?" See, I'm I'm a Jay and Dan not fan because I didn't l- listen or watch the show, but I do enjoy their shtick, so I enjoyed that a lot more. It was a lot more funny. This one here is very inside hockey to the point where even the Canadians on this panel that we're talking to right now, two of us didn't understand any of it <laughs> and only Victor and I really because we know hockey a lot better got anything out of it and Eliza I, I'm sure you, like you well you said you glossed over it anyway in terms of Tannis and her acting out of out of character it's easy to be a big fish in a small pond she she is easy uh, she's a boss in her small circle but she was on national t- don't shake your head Matt, she was on national television meeting people she watches on TV every night. She was fanning out. Anybody would do that. But I don't understand the fandom there. 
Like that's the like that's the point. I mean, if it was in someone else, well, she explained her understand. fandom. She watched uh, Tessa win the gold medal for Canada in the 2010 Olympics, and she uh, follows Kate Burness on her Instagram. Have you ever seen Kate Burness's Instagram? It's hot. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. My point. I, it's I just didn't understand the connection. Um, you know, it sounded like she's doing this whole thing just for her cousins, mm-hmm. but then to have these very I bought Very it. Very real beyond fandom moment. Nah, I you know it. what? I, I bought it. I, I think back to when I met a, a, a famous person and it, it's your nerves. Your yeah, nerves you just go you and you get tongue tied. And, yeah. and in that scenario, she did a really good job yeah. showing that she just got super excited. Look, she's a big deal in her small circle, but outside of her small circle, that's how she would react to, to, to somebody. She was on national television and she met two of her heroes. So I totally bought that. Um, the Shorzy character, I think this revealed more of, I thought it was, it made him more interesting because up until now, he's just this guy who, who likes chirping, who likes uh, talking a big game and is a good hockey player. So he can back up his talk, but when things don't go his way, he loses his temper. This is revealing of his character. This has not, this is not a changing character for him. This is revealing of his character that ship, caused ship him, him off. Ship him off to Quebec is what I that, that caused him to <laughs> to to make to do that despicable act. I agree, but it was supposed to be a despicable act. It was supposed to make you feel uncomfortable so that you don't completely enjoy the win by the Eagles. Just like anyway, we can we can talk about the summit series all you want, but just like that, like it's uh you know, to our uh, non-Canadian listeners, the summit series was a big turning point in Canadian in, in his it's like Kid, it was one of those moments where TVs were rolled into classrooms when you were in grade school and everyone watched it, like the entire country watched it on TV. And everyone remembers the last game where Canada beat the the the, the uh, ugly Soviets and, and the winning goal and stuff like that. But what they don't remember is that they were getting their asses handed to them the first six games and Varlamov was a big reason for it. And only after Bobby Clark broke his ankle on purpose were were the Canadians be uh, able to beat the Russians? So there's that. So it's like there's this big, you know, defining moment in Canadian hockey history, but it was tainted by a despicable act, and that's kind of what happened in this episode as well. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eliza, what do you think? <laughs> okay, well, first of all, I'm jealous of you all that are watching this for the first time, mm-hmm. are like being able to think about it one episode for an entire week. <laughs> because I binged it like five times before I really took my time watching it. And so a lot of things just totally went over my head and I didn't understand anything the whole time. So I'm really jealous on how you all have been watching it and discussing it. Cause I wish I would have had that. Um, <laughs> well, you're doing it now. I, uh, yeah. Um, I think I absolutely agree with Al for a lot of these things. Um, I think it was really important that, like this whole like kind of scenario happened. Um, I also agree though that it was a hit and miss. Um, but I feel like I also agree that it was a multi-port episode mm-hmm. where we kind of started the first episode and continued this episode. They are, really are like very similar, um, and they totally go off of each other. So I agreed with that. Um, and I also agreed with how Tannis' scene with meeting a celebrity is totally different. Mm-hmm. Like, meeting a celebrity is so different than just meeting someone else that's Absolutely. in your community. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to 50 concerts, <laughs> and with my favorite band, I've met them three times. Who's your favorite band? 
uh, Walk the Moon. They sing a song called Shut Up and Dance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on yeah. the radio. My yes. kids are obsessed with that song. <laughs> um, no, I saw, the, I saw them way before that song even came out. I've been a really big fan of them forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I met them, even though they were a way smaller band mm-hmm. than most people know, I was totally starstruck. I could not form sentences. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, take my selfie. And I left because I couldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So I totally agree with how Tannis was feeling because it's very overwhelming to meet someone <laughs> that you look up to. And so, um, and so, yeah, yeah, those kind of my, my thoughts on the episode. Okay, great. So let's uh, move on to ratings. Victor, what do you give this episode? Um, I give this episode a clearance. Uh, so I, I actually had no issues with Hannah's scenes. Uh, I, I, I agree. Um, I think meeting celebrities or people you look up to is, uh, puts you in a different state that you don't even know that you have. Uh, when I, when I got to meet one of my favorite actors ever in the world at an airport and it was very, uh, who was uh, it? Shocking. John Candy. Oh, wow. You got to meet him? Yeah. yeah I would yeah. I would be a blubbering fool if I ever met John Candy. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, so, I mean, you just change. You just, yeah. you think you, you think you're going to be cool. You're not going to be cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I get that. Like I thought the uh, Stewart scene was fine and, mm. and I get it. It was, it was fun. Mm. Uh, um, uh, you know, seeing it first time. I didn't need, I didn't, we didn't need to go back to it. And we just kept going back to it and it's like, okay, uh, 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 put it away now. Uh, uh, and, and the, the bum talk, it was, uh, it, it was, it's funny, right? Cause mm. it's, it was, it's, it's, um, self-aware mm-hmm. like that you know squirrely squirrely dan had the best lines in the whole episode he did yes and 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 he he called it out it was jarring the whole talk all that talk was jarring and it's mm-hmm. like all right on with it and and the you know and then it's like and you you know you made the face out the mm-hmm. tongue in the butt i mean there's just some things that you know <laughs> i know it's, it's not... <laughs> we don't need to talk openly about and uh and and it just <laughs> I, I guess rude. K- kinesiologists are just more comfortable with body parts than everyone else <laughs> there you go yeah so so it was kind of that stuff like it, it was supposed to be funny but it wasn't funny and it was and they knew it wasn't funny mm-hmm. uh and and that was a bit of a detriment but um yeah and and then the whole thing with wayne like so basically wayne went through this traumatic thing mm-hmm. but the way he got over it is by watching the world's worst show, uh, <laughs> binging the world's worst, worst makeup show. Uh, and, and just, it was just so ridiculously bad, uh, to the point of being just bad. Um, like, uh, it was just so bad. Uh, and then he, and then once, once the final episode runs, he emerges, uh, victoriously from the shed saying, okay, now let's, uh, let's roll through all of our cliche lines and, uh, you know, the, and roll off into the sunset so that was it was both funny and also a little bit mm-hmm. uh, silly at the same time but overall for me it's a definite clearance no no doubt about mm-hmm. it um and uh and that's uh, that's my story he needed time to grieve that was his grieving process sure sure. and, and you know what I, I i agree during especially early on in this pandemic i couldn't watch any new tv i i was always looking for safe comfortable stuff to watch i i much i must watch 
like old like a dozen old movies I hadn't seen in years just because I didn't watch want to watch anything new. I just wanted to watch something comfortable. And all the new like, stuff like was pandemic just pandemic and outbreak. No, like uh like Young Guns <laughs> 1 and 2 and fucking uh, uh uh Airheads and just like all the really crappy yeah, 90s yeah. stuff. I I lo- I, I binged through all of that. Like Encino Man, did that hit the list? Encino Man we watched uh, <laughs> uh um yeah. uh, uh Empire Records. I just needed oh, comfort. Yeah. I just needed comfort. So and and a lot of those movies are, I'll admit, aren't great. <laughs> just like Misfire isn't a great TV but show, but they're and nostalgic epic. and comfortable, yeah. and I needed it at the time. So I completely yeah. understand what Wayne went through there. Hey, Cannonball Run is the world's best worst movie. <laughs> there you go. I, I should have watched. You know what? I might put that one on my list. Matt, <laughs> what did you think? Uh, yeah, I won't sure go. I'm with Victor. It's, it's a it's a clearance. It's a it's a strong clearance for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's highs and lows. I hear what you guys are saying about the Tanzanian. I still didn't completely buy it. You're not wrong with your opinion, but <laughs> I just it just felt so far from her that I had a hard time grasp, grasping it. Um, but yeah, highs and lows. Then and then what we've touched on here, I think they what they did too is yes, Al. This was a two part mm-hmm. opening to the season, which almost makes me wish there was an extra episode this season just right. to make it. Good. Yeah. A little yeah. bit longer because this is a, a continuation. Um, but they they've they've closed out a couple storylines, which means it gets me excited for what's coming. I don't know what's coming because I said I'm in new territory myself, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. And yeah, they closed out the Wayne story, and I think they closed it out well. I liked I like that whole scene where he stepped out right at the end there, you know, did his thing, they got excited. Oh funny you should say you want an extra episode this season. This season is a seven season episode. Uh, no holiday special. Seven, ep- seven episodes. Seven, seven episode season. Sorry, there's no holiday episode. Uh, okay. They've, but there is seven episodes instead of six. There you go. So maybe that was intentional. Maybe, or or maybe right. it was in lieu of a holiday special. They 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 gave us. But they didn't extra. do that last. No, season. they didn't. You're right. Last oh. season was only six, and there was no holiday. So yeah, maybe, may, like yeah. who knows? Maybe maybe be interesting to talk. Maybe mm-hmm. because I think you're spot on with that. This yeah. is a full episode almost. Uh, maybe that was by design or once they got into the writing, they're like, we have to split this out, but I already yeah. had ideas for, for five other episodes. So mm-hmm. either way, I thought it was fantastic. I loved how his friends all supported him wholly there setting mm-hmm. up shop outside, waiting for him to come to grips or like, we're here. If you need us mm-hmm. do your thing yeah. and we're here when you're ready. And he came out, I'm pitter paddle. Let's get at her. And, uh, Wayne's back. So I can't wait to see what comes next. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, 10. I have a thought, and I know this isn't a safe place to ask, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Eliza, got your back. The the thought came across my mind the other day, and and, and I'm like, and now I just see the the photo that's up on your screen. Mm -hmm. So... I've never had a fishing hut. They moved the fishing hut? Yeah, obviously. Uh, they can't leave it on the ice. Right. The no, ice I sink. know that. But there's like no, it's not even anywhere near any water. Like I would think that it would just be on the shore no, somewhere. Some people bring of, their, well, most people bring their huts home. Like they put them on a trailer and bring them home. Like they're on, legit. They're on skis or whatever so that they He's can. He's talking be, real talk yeah. right now. Yeah. But it doesn't look like it's mobile. Well, that one there looks it's like it's very stationary, but that's, I mean, that's their fishing hut. It's got the sushis and sashimi sign. Yeah, on it, I know. So. I saw the sign yeah. and stuff and I'm like, well, where's the lake? Yeah. Like there's no lake anywhere they nearby. They probably just drag it out. Honestly, yeah. the lake could be right behind them in that shot. They yeah. could just literally hook up an ATV or a snowmobile or whatever. Yeah. 
and drag it out. Or that could be the sled shack too, actually. I mean, not, but but it's got the sushi and sashimi sign on it. So that it was a fishing hut. That's wasn't what makes it me before? think. Well, there was two. They had their fishing hut that they spent that winter in instead of the the produce stand. They Did they their, fish in that? Yeah, yeah they, they fished, fished in, in it. That. Yeah, yeah. But then they also built the sled shack uh, for a place where where the sledders can go. Um, so I don't know. It could be either one, but, but because it's got the sushis and sashimi sign on it, it tells me that it's the fishing hut. Gotcha. But usually fishing huts, I don't think fishing huts usually have windows and this one has a window. So I don't yeah, know. They, I've been in ones that have windows, yeah. stoves, okay. I've you never, name it. I've never been in a fishing hut. I just, no, I never have. But with, with all the racy, uh, activity we got in this episode, that's not the question I expected, but, uh, you know, <laughs> she got her fill. She didn't want to question any of the other stuff. Listen, I'm trying to behave myself. <laughs> I, I, I'm now on high alert because oh, because uh, Owen's in high school and I don't want his <laughs> friends hearing anything I have to say. <laughs> oh no! This this podcast has lost a bunch of points now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, you know what this this episode it is? It's really hard to to rank it because they're the great the good was great, mm-hmm. uh, but the but the other stuff was just like. Meh. And the shortsy thing really just wasn't cool at all. I didn't get the whole reference to the other hockey stuff that yeah. you're saying about. Mm-hmm. So it was just not cool. Mm-hmm. Like it was, you know, no. So we have a rating for that. Right. So stick it in, <laughs> stick it in the clearance, but it's a high clearance, mm-hmm. like really, you know, high, like, like maybe this high. <laughs> Yeah, just to <laughs> describe what Tanya's doing now, she's she's got her arm out like holding an apple, like clenching a fist or whatever. A baby's like, arm a, holding an apple. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Uh, this one for me is a clearance as well. So while part one to me was 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 a fresh all the way, I really enjoyed it. And maybe it's just because they went to the well one too many times with the TSN stuff. And I I personally didn't find the TSN stuff at the beginning of this one as fun or entertaining as, as the TSN stuff in the beginning or in the other episode. Um, so it's a clearance. Uh, I enjoyed, you know, squirrely Dan's amazing in it. All, uh, he's got the best lines in this episode. Um, the hockey stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're learning more about Shorzy. And so to me, you know, it, it, it was, it was not, it was not uh, a fun thing to watch. But I think there's a dramatic thing to watch and, you know, there can be drama and comedy. And I think in this case, there was drama and we saw a side of Shorzy we haven't seen before. And uh, I think uh, it just revealed a part of his character we didn't know there was. Well, and now, but like, so again, I also didn't know the full history Mm -hmm. behind that. And now, Blizzard, it's clearly a, a complete reference to that. It'd be interesting to know what the thinking was behind wanting to reenact mm-hmm. such a highlight and also a dark time yeah. for a Canadian well, hockey. Cause like I think it, it's yeah. also kind of a, 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 a bit of a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's something that does kind of separate Canadian Canadians a bit, you know, this is such a big deal, but it, it's one of those things where if you don't, if you're not 100%, you know, uh, a supporter and, and look, the, the the story of the summit series I love it it's a great story and it's part of our history and it's it's an ex, it was an exciting time that I wasn't even alive for it, it happened in 72 yeah. so I wasn't even born I, yet. I I I couldn't give a care about it my mm. summit series is the one where Gretzky and Lemieux teamed right. up and and scored that infamous goal because that yeah. was in my lifetime that was my childhood sure. that was a lot more meaningful nobody got 
molested and abused on the ice. Yeah. It was acceptable. Agreed. And, and, and also, and for a newer generation, 2010 in Vancouver was theirs, right? Well, uh, yeah, well, that's my son. That's like Luan exactly. was his favorite goalie. And that yeah. was that series. So uh, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I just, there's nothing, there's nothing. It's I, I agree with Matt. Like why bring up, like next thing, next next episode, we're gonna have residential schools, and we're gonna make. You know what I mean? Like it well, doesn't. It doesn't I, wouldn't, it, I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, they they, they tackle the indigenous stuff. So yeah, well, we'll see. So anyway, yeah. so yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's a polarizing thing in Canada. Like uh, the, those who talk, who still think it's important, uh, obviously older than even us, uh, will say either you're you're you, you think it was a great win or you think it was a dirty win. And it's like, no, it can be both. Like the, yeah. it, it, it's a dirty thing happened, but in the end, like the result was amazing. And, and it, it's one of those, where were you then moments? I wasn't born yet, but I, I hear lots of stories of people saying, oh, I was in third grade when they brought the TV in and they adjusted the <laughs> rabbit ears and it was in, and it was in black and white. And we all stood up and cheered when, when Paul, Paul Henderson scored the goal. I mean, and Matt, you alluded to, I mean, it's a, it's a heritage yeah. moment. So yeah, it's a big deal, but it, it you know, uh, so anyway, uh, why, why would they do this? Because they're hockey fans. And so they're, they're paying tribute to, to something that's historic. I think Eliza, what's your rating for this? Okay. So I gave this a lot of thought and a lot of debate. I was very much so in between clearance and fresh. However, I ended up giving it a fresh, Ooh. Um, and that is because I know how it plays into the rest of the season. Ah. And I think this is a really key episode for the entire season. Okay. And so I was just like, yep, I am going to give you're, it a fresh You're getting goal. Victor's blue spatula because you're not allowed to, to reference the rest <laughs> of the season. Just- Oh, held up a, a, a maraca or, or a shaker of some kind. What, the, what is that? Oh, no, it's a, a, nerf, a, a nerf dart. Is that, is that a magic bullet? Nerf it's rocket. A nerf, it's a nerf football. It's, it's a nerf football. Oh, okay. But it's ripped. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, but no, I was definitely on the fence with clearance because mm. I watched this episode at least five times before actually understanding what happens in it. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I was really close to clearance. So I think it's a low fresh for me oh. um, just because I did not understand a lot of what happened in this episode because I did not get the hockey references. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a lot of those types of things. And so, no, but I'm definitely with a fresh though, because I love how this plays into everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone in here is going to be kind of surprised. So I'm excited. Okay. Well, you're the <laughs> guest, so you're allowed to, to base your, your ratings on however you want to base them. And yeah. I know. I know it's coming too, so I know why you're excited. Um, cool. Now I'm excited that you're all excited. <laughs> uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll move on to top fives. I mean, I think this is the, everyone. It's a clearance for everyone. So, Victor, does this make your top five? And it does not. No, Matt. Hard no. Tanya. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Hard uh, no. <laughs> I wasn't looking at you, so. I didn't <laughs> of course, it out. doesn't make my top five either. I'm so uh, sorry. Eliza, I, I'm sure you've shared some of your favorite episodes in the past, but do you want to update your list since we're now in season eight? Um, <laughs> I really feel like I don't have an updated list no. from the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also haven't looked at it that much, so. Uh, but I definitely still very much so enjoy the um, goose episode. Ah, uh, yes, the Canada. Was that a golf course? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I very much so enjoy that episode. Um, that's definitely my number one of all of them. But other than that, I don't think anything's really changed. Yeah. 
That's fine. Uh, the other day, I, I was re-listening back to the K. Trevor Wilson interview and and his recounting of that season, the Canada Gooses and the uh, uh, Bo- the bottles, the bottles and stuff. And so, it was so yeah. great, yeah. And the 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 epic battle at the at the the, the cookout was uh, <laughs> just so so awesome. I can't believe we see. We were all kind of giddy when we were interviewing him too. You know, we weren't you know yeah. la- laid back like we are now. You know. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to MVPs. Victor, who would you give the MVP to in this episode? Oh, well, that's the easy one. And it's probably going to be, uh, we're going to hear this one from, from others as well. But mm-hmm. it's Squirrely Matt. Uh, <laughs> Squirrely <laughs> Matt. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you heard it, folks. You heard it. You can't, you can't, you can't edit that out. No, Squirrely Matt it is. All right. Hey, you know what? You've had more ridiculous picks than that, so... Uh. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Matt, who was your MVP? Yeah, it's it's really Dan. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, his lines were so epic, and then the whole dating, dating Mennonite thing and the walk, like, it, that is one of the best lines of the series in mm-hmm. my That made me laugh yeah. so fucking hard. It was really um, good. <laughs> so he earned it 100%. Yeah. Now, I think our only hope for a non-squirrely mad MVP is going to come from either Tanya or Eliza. So Tanya, who's your MVP? I have two. <laughs> oh, I know. I I think, know no, it's just, it's just, it's just big. It's just big. It looks like two. It's only one. <laughs> I I think um, Stuart needs and it's, like, and it's, and it's cut, not shredded. It, I think <laughs> I thought it was jacked. I thought it was jacked. jacked. Not yet. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Stuart needs some, um, you know, call out for for all of the very impressive work that he has yeah, done. You, you gave him that last uh, episode. You're going to give it to him again and again and, and again and again and again. Um, I think I think he gets it just for his uh, dedication to th- his role, but for verbal um, um, commentary and stuff, it, it's got to be Dan Squirrely Dan. Yes, all right. I, I have wow. to agree. It's Squirrely Dan all the way. Uh, no one comes really close. Even Stewart and his uh, and and Hank and the twins there don't uh, <laughs> don't don't take it from from uh, Squirrely Dan. He had the best line in this and. And the most uh, heavy lift. Although rolled also, like, just the way they interacted. Yeah, yeah, if you want to talk heavy lifting, I guess rolled did have a bit of... (laughs) It was just, it was was the delivery of it, right? If you put that video on, like, that would just, yeah, we need to have the video. And Trace, yes, I did have to rewind it at least twice. Uh, Yes, I I, I may have asked for it again and again. (laughs) <laughs> there, 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 there's there's lots of memes of that scene uh, there that is you can everywhere. go and peruse. Oh that could be your, your your computer background if the, you. Oh, are you see. kidding me? No, no. See, everyone learn. This is a healthy marriage right here. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm applauding it. This is great. <laughs> Eliza. Uh, um. Overall, I wait. Let me look at my notes again. Um. Yeah, I thought this was a great episode. Um, I, I think my MVP was Katie. Oh, um, we didn't even talk about that, did we? Um, because just her whole philosophy of like stand for nothing, fall Mm -hmm. for anything. Mm -hmm. Like if someone does her brother wrong, she's going to go kick them. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Like, I think I think she has a very strong moral that she's going to stick to. And I appreciate it. Yeah. 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 It was an epic box shot. It was an epic Katie mm-hmm. box shot for sure. Excellent. But there was no um, I don't recall seeing uh, Marie Fred's face at all. Yeah, it's weird. In that in that scene, I watched it a, a few times over, obviously, and it's very blurred. It, it fe- like, but through the blur, you can kind of tell it's the actress, but it, it is it seems intentionally blurred. I don't know why. So maybe it isn't the actress. Maybe they got somebody who looks really close to her. But because uh, I feel like they would have probably just shot that. They could have just shot that scene at the end of the previous season. While they were all still there, it right? kind of took away from the intimacy of the moment yeah. of of Kate of of Katie, you know, getting revenge for her brother or yeah. or sticking up for her brother in some way. Like all you saw was like through the leg shot and mm. and the and the leg coming up. So maybe it wasn't the actress. Maybe they had to improvise and and do kind of a yeah. blurry uh, Marie Fred. But but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So what do we think of that? Like, does anyone have any other like addition to that part? Like, Katie goes in and Katie's done the 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 box shot three times. Mm-hmm. She's she's done it to Tana. She's done it to uh, the first girlfriend, Angie. What, yeah. Angie. And in those in those ones, you got you you there was interaction. There it was a personal mm-hmm. like. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. You you've crossed the wrong girl, and and there was that intimacy of it. And that just didn't play out this one. Mm-hmm. It was almost an afterthought, but uh, uh, you yeah. know, it was still kind of a fun scene. But and, and I think they they probably put it in there just show uh, again setting up for future yeah. events. Katie, but to show how much Katie will what what Katie will the lengths she'll go to to drive all the way to Quebec, and we're still figuring out how far Quebec is from where they are. <laughs> Or whether they took the Protostan portal, uh, you know, space time portal to get to Quebec faster. It's in the but back of the, the, the Protostan. The back of the Protostan. Uh, but yeah, she went all the way to Quebec just to to deliver a message to Marie Fred. Yeah, and it worked. I mean, I I think I agree. I think it was an afterthought shot mm-hmm. that they did. They didn't have the actress available. Is my opinion. Maybe that was her. Um, but more likely, they just didn't. And yeah. then we should do this. But at the same time, I think it kind of worked. I mean, they were so. Hard, strong on, you know, if you cheat, that's it. Like they not even to give her the satisfaction of seeing her reaction yeah. is almost an extra shot at her. Like you don't even get mm-hmm. a scene. It's we're showing you what happened to you. That's all you fucking get by yeah. moving back on to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people are like angry about that because they want to see Mary Fred like mm-hmm. mad about that because that's definitely not a fun situation to be in. Yeah. Yeah, there's like no interaction at all between Wayne and her. Like there's no closure. There's no there there's it was just like mm-hmm. that's there's no like there's no here's your ring back. There's none of like not that they would take it there mm-hmm. because of just the to, type of show they that they are. They very clear with, they didn't need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, then also the benefit a lot of times I mean Maybe not a lot of times, but you could find some situations where you're forced to be in a close situation with that partner, Mm -hmm. but they have the benefit of living. I don't know if it's five minutes or four hours, but (laughs) they live in other, in other provinces. Five minutes via produce and portal. They don't, yeah, they don't need that. They made it very clear and cheated. We're done. There's no exceptions. And what else is there explained? We can make our assumptions on the rest, but it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. All right. Uh, we have no listener comments this week and uh, no news uh, to share. Oh, well, I guess there was a new bit of news today. Um, uh, what's his name? Her, uh, the guy who plays Jonesy. Is it Jonathan Her? I want to, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, 
Jason Hart or Jonathan Hart. Yeah, the guy who plays Jonesy. Anyway, he uh, I think he just got engaged today to his uh, to his girlfriend. So and I think I think we found it awesome is blocked as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. What happened? We don't know. She can't figure out why. But uh, uh, Riley is following her on Twitter. But uh, but Jonesy blocked her on Instagram. So she's. uh, She's she's conflicted. It's Andrew her. Andrew her, not Jonathan. Yeah, you're right. Andrew her. So yeah, he just posted today on Instagram that his fiance is uh she said yes to to the proposal. So there you go. Oh, uh, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. She said awesome. yes to the proposal and yeah. no to us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we'll go with uh final thoughts here, closing thoughts. Victor, what are your final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts are uh, we we did episode one and two, so I feel like we're it's a fresh start uh, with the next episode. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. I'm expecting that we're not going to get another TSN cold open because I feel like that was probably insulated for these two episodes. Mm. Or, Hopefully. Uh, and uh, so, <laughs> sorry, was that out loud? <laughs> that was out loud. That was <laughs> now, 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 to be honest, to be honest, mm. I could have had the entire episode of just. Of, of TSN. Dude, then just uh, put just it on TSN. TSN. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, a TSN parody. I mean, I, I watched, I, I, you know, I watched TSN anyway, mm-hmm. so, but this is TSN funny. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I could have seen, I could have had the other, the whole episode that way, but, but I, I predict uh, that we're going to get a, a, a clean slate mm-hmm. uh, with the next episode. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, since uh, we didn't have a great season last time, I'm expecting things to really uh, move in a, in, in a forward direction uh, with the next episode. Eliza, uh, you're, you went off camera, but uh, you were incredible again. Mm-hmm. Uh, your insight is, is fantastic. Your notes are uh, daunting, and, uh, uh, <laughs> and 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 your and your comments are always welcome. So so uh, I appreciate that about you, and uh, uh, looking forward all already to your next uh, visit on 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 this podcast. And I expect great things in terms of uh, uh, just. Uh, the the your your I know you're into astrology, so I ex- expect great things for us uh, for this podcast. Right. Uh, now that we've yeah. uh, had you on, just so. to be clear, we're not into astrology, but we have you I'm, on. You well, speak for sorry, yourself. You're right, Montaigne. <laughs> I'm into Victor and myself. I don't know about Matt. We're not we're, really. We're, we're, yeah, yeah, we're, we're more into astronomy. Astronomy, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, but but we, 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 we appreciate the the good luck you bring us, and and hopefully we can reward that uh, again with with a, a really cool guest soon. Matt, final comments. Yeah, uh, Eliza, always great seeing you. Now that I knew that there is still only one Eliza in our in our little <laughs> podcast family, uh, I had a little bit of epiphany tonight as well, where I didn't and, and I had never occurred to me, but it's probably very true. Eliza, you triggered a moment when you said, "You know, is that how they say massage in Canada or massage in Canada?" <laughs> And like this, this probably happens a lot to other fellow Americans and people around the world when they hear things they don't understand in this show. Is the just the concept or the the immediate reactions? Oh, that must be how they do it in Canada. Like, yeah, it probably happens more than we even think about it when we're like, no, no, we're making fun of ourselves half the time in this show, and it's so far from. But I, but I also, <laughs> even though our population is is small compared to other places, like thirty five million, second largest yeah. country on the planet. We're yeah. really spread out. So the regional dialect, because we're so spread out, yeah. can get, per- I mean, 
you heard uh, what was the last episode where we were like I didn't understand a word the newfies were yeah. saying, uh, but Matt kind of did. So uh, there, there's still some of that too <laughs> that happens. And uh, well, I mean, that's I mean, I, I've traveled all over the U.S. and I found that even very yeah, exactly. much the same in the yeah. U.S. You go anywhere from like yes. Louisiana mm-hmm. to what North Dakota, you've got like they're like two different languages between yep. those two places. So. It happens, and it's just interesting. Yeah. Um, but, but there's and, also and the, many, many more, ten times more people in the U.S. So for that, yes, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it made me laugh thinking about that. That you know, there's probably a misconception or just a, a general <laughs> thought of who we are, and I love it. So think whatever you want, um, or feel laugh. free we, to ask us, and we'll tell you right, yes yeah, or no. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll laugh you. either way because yeah. we are very good at laughing at ourselves, and <laughs> and we always enjoy it. But anyways, always a pleasure having you, Victor. Call it right. You know your your comments are always welcome. Please keep shaping the youth of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, create some epic people out there. I know you will. Uh, you're a wonderful person, and always welcome on the show. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Awesome, Tanya. Your Aww. final comments. You're such cutie patootie. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Eliza. Such a pleasure to see you. I'm totally into astrology too. So don't let these guys say anything else about that. It is totally, totally too cool. It is. It's awesome. Absolutely. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. I've been doing it for, oh my God, since high school. How's that um, working for a, you? It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> I have a, I have an astrology reader and we Not go, it is but a anyway. thing. It is a thing. We go to her. She is so amazing and, and does the stars and does a whole CD yeah. for us. And we do it for <laughs> our birthday. generic description. We do <laughs> it for our birthday presents or like get together. And like, she is totally nailed so many events in our lives and uh called out or not on, nailed so yeah, yeah no she totally did it anyways <laughs> i'm with you on it so anyways uh-huh. um, i appreciate that <laughs> yes yes you guys are so funny i love coming out and you uh, just laughing at the 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 guys on the panel here they're just <laughs> yeah just hilarious um can't wait to to see more of this episode. Can't can't wait to see where this is going. And uh, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, Eliza, thanks for coming. Uh, we always love having you on. Uh, feel free uh, when you have your time to 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 for your final comments to call out any of your students. You know, uh, you know the ones that you think are gonna are gonna pass or fail this year. You know. <laughs> I know it's early, but if you want to call them out, that's no. terrible. I'm just like she doesn't remember any of their names yet. She doesn't know. It's of been one day. I do, but excuse you. Oh, okay. Okay, if it makes, I mean, it probably she's won't make written you feel better. It's, my, it's my kid's. Yeah, it's my kid's third day at school. He still doesn't know his teacher's name. I'm yeah, like, there you go. That's your first job. You're not supposed to name them until they're 18, I believe. <laughs> you don't want to get too attached to them. All right. Um, thank you for coming out. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the rest of the season and, and, and kind of pumped. Cause I, I completely forgot that this is a seven episode season. So it's going to be, you know, some extra fun and, uh, and looking forward to that fun. Eliza. I am so happy. I was able to be here tonight mm-hmm. about like 30 minutes prior to our meeting. I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> I don't oh, know. I hear you on that one. That was this one. That was this oh, one man. too. <laughs> I took a nap. But, yeah. I decided to stick with it and I'm so happy I did because I had such a great time. Um, I also would have felt really bad about canceling last minute. So mm-hmm. I just don't do that kind of thing. Well, we appreciate <laughs> that you did. Um, but overall, I am so happy that this is just a community I can lean on. 
I can totally rant about my students and no one in our group chat will ever know any of them. So it's totally okay. You all, we all need a safe place. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I love that this is just a place that I can go. Um, I love Letterkenny. It's been my life for years now. Um, and I'm just, I'm really happy that you guys made this space. So thank you guys. All right. I'm going to play us off here with a song from this episode. It's called This Too Shall Pass by the, the great band OK Go. Let's marinate for a little bit. These guys always make great videos. I haven't seen the video oh. for this one, but I bet you it's, it's awesome. And that's all we have for this episode. Join us next week as we recap and review episode three of season eight, The Rippers, with Elizabeth, who's going to be making her first appearance on the protestant. So, Matt, we're going to be meeting a new person next week, uh, whether you like it or not. I'll be ready for next <laughs> week. All right. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They are at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use the promo code protestant for 10% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron. There is a Patreon link on our site our Twitter profile at ProtoSandPod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at ProtoSandPod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to celebrate the Cary County Eagles Championship with a couple of puffers. Puffers, not puffers. On behalf of Eliza, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. (laughs) 